welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where I sit down with my family and talk about friends. You almost forgot, didn't you? I did. Forgot it was coming. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we are going to talk about episode three. The one with the thumb. Uh, the original air date was October 6th, 1994. Directed by James Burroughs and written by Jeffrey Astroff and Mike uh, Sikaritz? Sikaritz. Mike, we're going to say. Here's a summary. <clears throat> Monica is nervous about introducing a new boyfriend to her friends. Chandler starts smoking again after helping Joey with an acting role, and Phoebe keeps getting free money. All right. Um, what do you guys think of this episode overall? This one's one of my favorites, because I feel like they finally find their footing. Starting to get into the groove. Yeah, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. I like this episode because it has a lot of Phoebe and a lot of Chandler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it kind of, that's what made it so... They're like, oh, they don't need to be side characters. Right. Yeah, finding the dynamic. Um, so in the op opening scene, Phoebe returns from a date uh, with a man, assumingly. <laughs> I'm assuming. I, I don't you know. You never know. I'm no assuming. Ju no judging. It is Phoebe, after all. Um, and the friends teach Rachel about quote-unquote dating lingo so like you know where some what were the examples they used um it's not me it's you we should do this again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll call you, you I'll call you I've used that one <laughs> okay I was gonna say how many of us have been in that kind of situation where they're like I've never had a line like that used on me. Have they you ever used like me back? <laughs> no, I'm just honest. Well, aren't you awesome? <laughs> I just will stop calling and texting altogether. You'll ghost. When I used to. Oh, yeah, you used know, to be, yeah. Yeah, no. You will never hear from me again. <laughs> if we don't vibe, we don't vibe. Um, yeah, I've used, I've used I'll give you a call. I Do never call? did. No. Oh, that's terrible. No, no, I never called. Or have, did I do the, we should do this again? Maybe. I might have used that. Yeah. I think by now we should all just know, it's like, okay, this date did not go well. Yeah. Well, especially now it's a little different well, uh, dating. Uh, oh, I forgot to ask you guys about your coffee drinks. What are you guys drinking? Oh, Dutch Bros. This is a 911. 911? This is a Dutch Bros. And it's a, called a kicker. Kicker. But it's basically just coffee with Irish cream blended. <laughs> Okay. Pretty you, good. Do you know what's in the 911? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I just know Great. there's like three, like two or three shots of espresso. So, <laughs> so, the, so the, uh, the second episode, you're going to be good to go. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> All right. And I just have Pepsi because once again, I forgot about the coffee. Hannah. Oh, crack it open. Crack it open. Crack open a cold oh, one. Oh, yeah. Troy gave me a Pepsi too. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I took it. Apparently, I did. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, next episode or two episodes from now, I'll remember my. I'll remember the coffee. 
Uh, all right. So from this discussion, they talk about Chandler talks about how it softens the blow, like how if you have a pet dies as you go to a farm, and then Ross is like, "No, that's funny," because <laughs> our our dog Chichi actually went to a farm and poor Ross, poor naive, poor Ross. Yeah. As smart as he is, he's very naive. He is. As smart as he is, he's a little dumb. Um, I never had... Well, I've never had that many pets, really. Uh, especially as a kid. So I never got that. I never got the farm thing. We didn't get the farm. We got ran away. Okay. Our dog did not run away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know the history of your pets. It's... <laughs> It's yeah. tragic. It is tragic. It is. Yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> so after the opening scene, we see Chandler and Joey's apartment for the first time in the series. I didn't think about that. It's true. Yeah. We didn't yeah. see it episode one or two, but we saw it for the first time here. Uh, Chandler's helping Joey with an acting scene. Um, I noticed a few things in the apartment. Don't know if you guys did, but I noticed they have a Laurel and Hardy poster. I did notice. Um, I also noticed this weird wooden statue behind like Joey. It's a weird old man kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too. It kind of freaks me out. <laughs> I never noticed that before. I didn't know who the people in the poster were till right now. The, Laurel and Hardy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also another poster. It's a movie poster from the movie Grand Jury Secrets, which turns out is a real film. From 1939, it's a mystery film. That's all I found out about it. Very nice. Um, and there's also a bike and a weight bench. Who Who's using that weight bench? Joey? Joey. Oh, Joey. But have you noticed it's a very bachelor type of apartment? It is. Mm -hmm. It's very like, so I feel like guys don't need a whole lot to survive. So if you look at Monica's apartment and Rachel's, it's very, there's lots of stuff. Speaking of which, can we talk about the size discrepancy between these two apartments? It's weird right? that they're not the same, right? Yeah. Because I've been to a lot of apartment complexes, and they're kind of different. They have slight differences, but they're pretty much the same. Like square footage? Yeah. Yeah. But Monica and Rachel's are is huge, mm -hmm. and then Joey and Chandler's like this little ghetto thing. Tiny little ghetto apartment. Well, it's almost like... They make it look like Phoebe, or not Phoebe, Rachel and Monica live on like the top, top floor yeah. of this But it's uh, right across. But it's right, right yeah. yeah. It's weird. That's always bothered me. It's, they should be identical apartments. Rip off. It is. <laughs> um, so, it's helping with an acting scene. Uh, apparently, there's a scene where Joey has to smoke, and apparently Joey has never smoked before, and... What I liked about this scene is is Matt LeBlanc's facial expressions while he's yes. smoking. Yes. <laughs> that, that was funny. Um, and I, th I don't think it was a real cigarette. I'm pretty sure. I was going to ask if I, he actually smoked. I think it was a fake they cigarette. they just kept trying to put it into the show? I think for... I mean, it was... I don't know. Maybe it was different in the early 90s. But I think most of the time... It's a it it's a real looking cigarette, but the inside is dry ice, or something oh, like that. that so when sense. you breathe in and blow it out, it looks like smoke, but it's actually steam, Interesting. or whatever dry ice gives off. I'm not sure. Va some sort of vapor. 
That's a good science question. <laughs> um, and and that ends up Chandler has to help him. Uh, we get a kind of a gay joke here. You don't want to bend his wrist too much. Which is such such a nineties thing, <laughs> by the way. That's not a thing anymore. Mm-mm. Like anyway. Um yeah, so Chandler. It was the nineties. <laughs> it was the nineties. <laughs> That's what this podcast should be called. It was the nineties. Um obviously Joey's reluctant to give Chandler a cigarette. Uh Chandler says, You want this part or not? Which was some creepy line. Um and so he starts smoking, which kind of kicks off. Yeah. But do you see how much stress he let go after that first puff? He was like, oh, my gosh. I can just feel that. Like, <laughs> Makes me want to smoke. Right? For real. <laughs> I felt like it was a little manipulative in this scene. It was. Because I feel like he wasn't going to work with him on it unless mm-hmm. that was a factor. And he's like, okay, I can have my in here. Well, he even says, it's like, do you want this part or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's straight up like a casting couch question. <laughs> do you want this part or not? Um, and apparently, I guess Chandler had, um, prior to the series starting, I guess he had a smoking issue. He tried to quit before. Because I always wonder that about this, about this episode. Like, did we miss before? Because yeah. they talk about, well, remember what happened last time you tried to quit? Remember what you went through? Remember what we went through? But it was like three year span, so they're they probably, probably should have put in some kind of context. Yeah, they're probably like, yeah, trying to set up a history. Yeah, a backstory. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was a weird way to go go about it. It was agreed. All right, then we move into Central Perk. Uh, Monica is talking about how you can tell the size of a man. Said. <laughs> uh, Thumb and index finger. I did some research on this. Okay. <laughs> My internet history is interesting. But here, here's the thing. Okay. Look. We're all adults here, right? Right, yeah. right. We've all been in relationships. Right. Right. There's no correlation between, like, feet, hands. There's no correlation it has to do with size or length or anything like that that's all just myth so well there you go in all my research that's basically what i found um uh let's see uh rachel tries to get their drink orders right she hands a decaf to joey coffee black to ross latte to chandler because of course (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, iced tea to Monica. The right orders are actually Monica had the decaf, Joey had the latte, Chandler had the coffee black, and Ross had the iced tea. I do not see that. Do not. I do not see that. <laughs> I do not see it either. I do not see it. <laughs> With those oh, drinks no, being. Hey, <laughs> like, I feel like Chandler would have just the straight black coffee. He did. He did? That's what he was supposed okay. to have. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I just. The other three, I just don't see. I see Monica having the iced tea. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Monica should have the iced tea. Uh, Ross should have the decaf. Well, no, Ross should have the latte. The latte. Mm-hmm. Joey should have the decaf. That would yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Phoebe then comes in. She's kind of in a huff. <laughs> she sits down. So I was talking about her statement from the bank. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was a that was a funny little joke. 
and said that her account has been credited five hundred dollars. Has this ever happened to any of you? No. Wait, I have a story. Okay. Okay, please. I worked in a couple banks, mm-hmm. and there was a time that one of the tellers still had their last account up from the last transaction. Mm-hmm. And so when the other person came in to deposit money, she deposited it into the last person's account. Oh, no. And I have had it happen okay. in my account, same bank, and I called my manager because I still worked there. And I was like, I don't think this is my money. I don't think it's supposed to be there. Hmm. And she checked it and she's like, nope, you're right. And so she took it back out. But it's always been an accident, not on purpose. I've had that happen to me too. But they're like, just keep it. But it was only like two, three hundred dollars. It wasn't like a huge amount. Only. Only two or three hundred. I've, I guess that has happened to me because there have been times in my account I've looked and like, there's been money deposited, no idea where it came from. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like two or three hundred bucks. It was like twenty-five, fifty, you know, something like that. And you're just like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right tell on. Anybody. Mine was towards Christmas. They're like, thank you for being honest, and they just let me keep it. Huh. I feel like Rachel. What bank is this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have very little morals. So I was gonna tell you, but anyway. Um. <laughs> so then. Um, oh, the, uh, that extra I was talking about before with the big head gesture, he's yeah. back. Oh, he's sitting, notice. yeah, he's sitting at another table. He has green thick rim glasses this time. Mm-hmm. And he's, I think there's three people, two guys in this gal. And I think him and another guy are like playing cards, but he's still being like very grand <laughs> gesture about it. He's like, I am going to make it into this show as a permanent fixture. I'm guessing... Like their hand gestures. Yeah. Like, I'm guessing this guy wanted to be an actor, but couldn't quite make it, so he's an yeah. extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys notice, speaking of Central Park, that yes. sign um, is towards the back. I'm going to butcher this name so bad. Salada? Salada Coffee? Yes. It's a Jamaican coffee. Just is Just to point that out there, like... And it was in a cafe in California, like a straight Jamaican cafe. Cool. Okay. That's where that comes from. Hmm. All right. Also notice that there's a blackboard with a bunch of stuff written on it. Today's specials. Yeah, yeah, the specials. And it's it says something along the lines of straight black something straight out of pot. Not out of the pot, just out of pot. Out of pot. <laughs> Straight and coffee it's only a out dollar. of pot. It's only a dollar. Yeah, I know it's the prices. Isn't that crazy? Um, all right, so then we're back at Monica's restaurant, Iridium, where we get our first guest star, Jennifer Lewis, who plays Paula. She was born January 25th, 1957. She has 134 acting credits, and she's known for The Princess and the Frog, Mystery Men and Blackish. She does look very familiar. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few episodes of Blackish. I, what is she in Princess and the Frog? She. I knew I should have written this down. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that that film. Is there a um, like the newish one? The new, like, like a, the cartoon the Disney, Disney one? The Disney cartoon. Yeah, I love that movie. Is there like some sort of grandmother figure in it? Yeah, it's the right. Do you think it's the mother? Do you think I it's think it mother? might I thought be. Oprah was the mom. 
Her mom. I don't know. Hang on, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know. <coughs> um. Uh, Mama Odie. Oh, it's oh, yeah. the voodoo lady. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. her. Yep, that's her. Uh, yeah. So she's. I think she's still acting. She's still around. Um. So then at the restaurant, Monica is saying that she doesn't want to introduce this new guy to the friends because they always make fun of the new boyfriend which sounds awful by the way I was gonna say, like i don't blame her what kind of friends are you exactly <laughs> well has that happened have you not wanted to ever introduce uh someone you're dating to like friends or family just because of the comments yes yes yep. yes <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> we can be very picky <laughs> i before the GF ever met you guys, I kind of had to sit down with her and kind of prep her. <laughs> like, okay, here's the family dynamic, okay? Here's what you need to know. Interesting. Take notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because I did that with um, the husband too. Oh, when we, we all did. Very that. first already. I'm like, yeah. by the way. And I think Guy, our uncle, your brother. Mm-hmm. I think he was either still here or he was down or something. And I'm like, just so you know. It's just like everybody was here at the time. Yeah. So here's the thing with your husband, Katie. He fits in well with our dynamic because he's so quiet. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of just, you know, he doesn't need to feel like he needs to talk all the time. That's Whenever I've had a boyfriend <laughs> who talks all the time, I'm like, you can't come over. You can't. I'm sorry. Just shut up. <laughs> That and that's how the GF is. She she likes to talk and she's not afraid to speak her mind. Mm-hmm. And so there are a couple people within the family that I'm a little worried about. <laughs> yeah. You know, eventually down the line there might be some problems. But anyway, I digress. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so we're back at Monica's apartment. Uh, Ross is still mourning beloved Chi-Chi. Oh. <laughs> Um, Monica asks everyone to be nice to the new guy. Uh, and Phoebe gets, comes in, Phoebe's in a huff again, because now she has 500 more dollars and a football phone. (laughs) So now she has a thousand dollars in a football phone. The football phone just killed me. Why would they give you a football phone? (laughs) That's what banks used to do, right? Like, wasn't that kind of a sitcom thing? Yeah. A piggy bank. I think I got a mug. And mug, yeah, mm-hmm. but like, like back in the day, like they would offer. I remember them offering phones. That's crazy. I just got a welcome packet. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, anything. I got a welcome to the bank. That was it. <laughs> Never got offered a to phone. To be fair, yeah. I was seven, and I was opening a savings account right. through an adult. Right. And they were like, "Here's a little piggy bank." I feel ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need to get a different bank that gives you free stuff. (laughs) Um, so is it safe to assume that if we were all, well, what would you do if you were in Phoebe's position here? You have a thousand dollars in a football phone. You've already contacted the bank. What do you do? Spend it. Spend it. Use the football phone. I'd save it. Save it? If, if the bank says yes, sorry, we'll fix that. They gave it again. I'm like, okay, their mistake, their right. problem. Kenna? Well, they gave her the extra 500 
for inconveniences and right. let her keep the 500 so you spend 500 and you save 500 okay so spend it all save it all <laughs> split it 50-50. and if 50-50. that doesn't explain our dynamic <laughs> i don't know what does <laughs> i would i wouldn't put any in savings but i would spend I would spend it all eventually. I wouldn't spend all in one go. Right. But eventually it would be gone. One day. Mm. One and done. Okay. All right. That's how I live my life. That's a lot of money in a day. (laughs) Oh, I could spend $1,000 in a day. Definitely. Um, I would, but it would hurt my stomach after and I'd have to take it all back. Not me. I'd sleep just fine. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then we finally meet Monica's new guy, Alan. Alan is played by Jeffrey Lower. He was born March 19th, 1963. He's known for, uh, most notably, Hook, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, NCIS. He has 31 acting credits. So if you're wondering who he was in Hook... I was going to ask. Um, he is Peter's boss that he's always talking to on the phone, oh, Brad. Oh, okay. That's him. Okay. Uh, okay. So I thought this was funny. So we see Alan, he introduces everybody, he does the whole lisp thing or whatever it is. And then cut, date's over, bye-bye Alan. Yeah. So I just imagined the actor on that day, they're telling him, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to come into the apartment, introduce yourself. You're then going to leave, she's going to shut the door on you, done. Well, he sits on the couch. And then he looks back at Monica, and that is like, that is it. Yeah. For that little thing. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Weird. Easy day for that guy. Do you think that they were trying to, at this point, find, like, other people who were more in the background that they could continuously bring back? Maybe. Because I feel like they're doing that with Monica's boyfriends so far. Yeah. In the series. Maybe. That could be. Like, they're trying to see if somebody fits, you know. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, she goes up to everybody and she's like, all right, let's hear it. What's wrong with him? And they can't pretend they all love him. Everybody loves Alan. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's his innate Alan-ness that they love. <laughs> um... So, then after that, we go back to Central Perk, where this was interesting. The four of them, right? It's Rachel, Ross, Joey, Chandler, right? Right. They come in having just played a softball game? That's what they say. What? And Monica's not involved. (laughs) And she's not involved. That's the weird part to me is Monica wasn't there as competitive yeah. As Monica is. But they're playing against Hasidic jewelers? What? I was going to ask you, Kenna. Do your friends go out and do things like that? No. With <laughs> your boyfriend, just and not you. Wait, didn't he go play kickball? <laughs> didn't he play kickball game? No, that actually got canceled. <laughs> we're, we're just wondering if that's what the hip young kids do. Right. right? We're old. Yeah. And moldy. No. <laughs> I, I don't, but I was never sportsy. Right. Well, that's what, I'm wondering if that's what Monica's thing is, but... I Neither's know, Rachel. I know people who play soccer, though. They're on, like, adult soccer teams. 
Well, that's what my brother-in-law does, too. Hmm. But, I mean, like, just dating, like, you just met this guy, and already you're doing things with him, but without... <laughs> without the other person. The girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Odd. That is odd. But maybe I think that's where we start to see Monica lose feelings for Alan. Oh, that's a good point. In that moment. But she's just like, I don't know. You think yeah. Alan's too Alan? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Um, it's just... Was he on the team and invited them, or were they already have a team and invited him? It seemed the latter. That they had a team? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's just weird. I... But it seemed like they kicked out Monica to put in Alan. Oh, so maybe, maybe that's why Monica didn't like Alan, because <laughs> she's like, I'm losing my friend. <laughs> she feels like she's being pushed out. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, it's just weird. They never address the softball thing, I think, ever again. Mm-mm. There's no. this never this weird softball team they're on. No, but I do like Joey's shirt. What was on his shirt? I can't remember. <laughs> it's it's just a Henley. It's just like um, just a basic tee. Oh, okay. Okay. Where, like the sleeves come up to like your forearm. Oh, okay. I think Ross is wearing a shirt that says like Big Hitter or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So why did I write down base? Oh, I remember. So Ross uh, says that Alan was like Bugs Bunny in that cartoon, but it says like first base down, second base down, second base down, second base down. That is a reference to an old Bugs Bunny cartoon from 1946. If you're curious, um, this was very late when I wrote this. I just wrote baseball 1946. I think it was supposed to be called like Bugs Ball or something like that or I don't know. Anyway, that's what he's referencing. So then we're on the street. I think this is the first time we see like New York streets. I think outside, right? Or am I wrong about that? No, I think you're I think you're right. First time we saw that? Mm-hmm. Okay. First time we've seen the outside. Um and that's when we find that Phoebe is visiting a homeless person. Homeless gal. <laughs> And she is played by Lizzie Beth Grant, uh, who was born September 18th, 1949. Her notable works, oh, she has 242 acting credits. She's been all over the place. Her notable works are Donnie Darko, Speed, No Country for Old Men, and Little Miss Sunshine. I've never seen any of that. But I will say, did you say her name was Lizzie? Uh, oh, sorry. Beth Grant. I was going to say, her character's, her character's name, name is Lizzie. Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, I put Lizzie dash Beth Grant. Okay, so yeah, I was like, ah, that's interesting. Um, And Phoebe comes up to her and offers her $1,000, which you can be friends with Phoebe. Right? Jeez. I could use $1,000 yeah. right about now. Um, What do you think she did with that money? I don't know, but did you notice she's not wearing shoes? Maybe she went and bought shoes. She's not wearing. I didn't notice that. Yeah, she's just she's in one purple sock and one gray sock. Oh. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah, she's not wearing shoes. Um. Grumpy streets of New York City. That's what she did. Maybe she went and bought shoes, or matching socks. Or matching socks. Yeah. Or maybe a place to sleep that wasn't the streets. Maybe she. Maybe that too. Got like a hotel room or something. Alright. So, after that, we were heading to Chandler's Cubicle. 
Um, now, in Chandler's cubicle, I noticed a few things that are on his desk. Okay. There's a grabby arm, a robot grabby arm, a rubber chicken on his wall, just on the wall. <laughs> there's a puppet. There's a dartboard, baseball mitt, two baseball bats, not one, two baseball bats, and a fake spider. There's a fake spider and a fake web. Yeah. What is this? All what is the, this cubicle? All those things are very Chandler, except like the baseball the stuff. The baseball stuff. But I don't know any office who would be like, you can keep whatever you want in here. They'd be like, take all this crap down. Yeah. Can I be surprised we can decorate our cubicles? Just it depends on which side because we share with people. Like a swing shift person comes in and uses my same desk. But I get to decorate the right side, however I want, as long as it's not offensive. Huh. But did you okay. also notice in his cubicle, there's two no smoking signs? Yes. Did you notice I that? I did notice that. <laughs> yep. that. The creepy Kermit possessed looking puppet thing with the like, puppet thing with, with the, the boxing, boxing gloves. Yeah. yeah. Freaks me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. I love the switch of sprays yeah. in this scene. It so makes me laugh every single time. He reaches into the drawer, takes out a cigarette, and when he blows out the smoke, it's like, is it like an air freshener? Is that what I it is? I think so. I think okay. he's spraying air freshener, and then he puts like a mint spray or something yeah. in his mouth. Like a binocular or something. Switches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's so simple, but it gets me every single yeah. time. Yeah. It's a good little bit of comedy there. Um... So then we're back on the street. Uh, in order to get even with the thousand dollars, Phoebe says, "Well, you buy me a soda." Lizzie says to the vendor, "Keep the change." So I don't know how much money <laughs> she gave that vendor. Presumably, like a hundred bucks. I was gonna say, yeah, we have a thousand in cash. <laughs> <laughs> and the soda's like what? Maybe like seventy-five cents. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, and then. <laughs> and I I love the little joke where she just walks off. She goes, see ya, and Goodbye. just leaves. <laughs> Thought that was funny. So Phoebe opens the soda can, and there is a thumb in the soda can. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine <laughs> just opening a can of soda and being like, interesting, huh? Okay, <laughs> well. Would you be able to, I that's wouldn't be what able I'm to saying. see that. Thought because when you guys open a soda, do you look inside the can? Actually, a lot of people have found stuff in soda cans, so I do. Interesting. Well, if, if there's like sunlight above me, I'll be like, okay, can I see anything in here? But like, if you look at the soda she's drinking, I can't see anything. It's almost like it's like a purple, like a light purple, whatever it, that uh -huh. can is that she's drinking. Uh -huh. So maybe she just kind of saw it, but you did hear it clink. So maybe she was like... It did slosh around. Yeah. Maybe she's like, what the heck? Mm. Could be. Well, would it float? That's the real question. Because it sounds like it comes up through like the little spout. Yeah. There's a weird sound there. It's like a, a, like a bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. Yeah. Bloop. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So maybe that's why she looked in the soda. Yeah. Hmm. Could be. Yeah, Ugh. if it were me, I wouldn't know if there's anything in there until the can was empty. That's my biggest fear. Then I would have to throw everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I could not let it sit in my stomach. And then it'd be like a something heavy in my can. Like, what is that? But would a thumb, like, just, just your thumb, would that be heavy, though? You, If after you drank your drink, you'd hear it kind of 
You'd feel something in there. I, I think I'd feel something touch my lips occasionally too. Right. Wait, wait, That's wait, wait, heck what is that? <laughs> would you not taste it? That something was off. Rotting like in decomposing the can. in your can. I wonder if. Or is there? When would the worker there? lose the thumb in the first place? That's what I was thinking. How? Because. Because you got. <laughs> the can comes under. It fills up, goes, seals, and on it goes. Maybe somebody caught it under the seal like they were just being stupid and was seeing if they could beat it. Hmm, interesting. And then bye-bye thumb. Gross. That's a tiny thumb also, by the way. <laughs> to fit into that little spout. And you can only get the tip of your yeah. thumb in there. Careful, that's how babies cut their fingers. Well, I'm not a baby. <laughs> so I'll be all right. That makes me nervous. Um, I'm a 37-year-old man. <laughs> previous, previous day. No, it makes me nervous now. even to put my own thumb in there. I will Sharp stick my metal. thumb in whatever I want. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, well, I don't want to hear the tears when you guys <laughs> Keep your tears to yourself. Come running upstairs. Kenny, you were right. <laughs> I go, go tell your mom. <laughs> Um, You're a 37-year-old man. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> so now we're back at the coffee shop. Uh, Mar <laughs> Phoebe, I like this joke where he says, looks like there's a tiny little hitchhiker in her soda can. Oh. It's funny. Um, so then what ends up happening is, as Phoebe is explaining this, Chandler is secretly smoking. Um, everybody catches him and he starts pointing out everybody's flaws. This is my favorite part. It was kind of genius. Mm -hmm. But this is actually um, a known addict thing. Once they're confronted with their problem, they're like, well, you do this and you do that. So don't tell me about mm. my problem. I'm going to need you to get closer to the mic there, kind of. Okay. <laughs> um, Sorry if I stink. You don't stink. <laughs> but I mean, that's, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess it's kind of deflection, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone were to come at me about my soda addiction with my Coke, I'd be like, hey, whoa, whoa. You bite your nails, so back off. Well, and it works I because go, you yeah, see Chandler <laughs> at the end, and he's like, okay. And then you can just. Yeah, then he just saunters off. Mm -hmm. I like love his job. shirt in this scene. Sorry, I love his shirt. Looks like his little mini donuts on his shirt. <laughs> I didn't take notice of his of the mini donut shirt. It's like white and then it's got brown, like it looks like little mini donuts <laughs> on his shirt. Okay. I like all of the girls' outfits in this episode. They're good outfits. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's see. Point out Joey's knuckle cracking, Monica's snort, which she never does again in the entire run of the series. By the way. No, oh, she doesn't. Uh, Phoebe chewing her hair. Well, um, she do which she never either. does. Near does joy with the knuckle cracking, but Ross, on the other hand, his overpronouncing words that oh. does carry on throughout the entire course of the show. Oh, you do, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with speaking correctly. Indeed, there isn't. <laughs> um. All right, so then we move over back to the restaurant. Uh, and this is something I know at the restaurant. Uh, what's her name? Paula? She's putting boxed noodles up on a shelf. Mm -hmm. Boxed noodles. What kind of restaurant 
is using boxed noodles. Well, do I don't know because I only work in a school cafeteria, but we have bag noodles. Like well, the... nobody cares about kids. Well, <laughs> nobody cares about kids' nutrition. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> But, like, do restaurants just make their own noodles? Generally, yes. Because I was wondering. I mean, if it's, I mean it's a, if it's a fairly fancy restaurant, like, it looks like that one is. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, yes, they would make their own pasta. That's interesting. But I also noticed, by the way, when Monica is, like, plating a piece of chicken, and then she puts some kind of green mush on the side, and mm-hmm. then she brings the plate back, and the green mush is gone. It's just, like, this plain white piece of chicken. <laughs> oh. So I did notice that. I thought that was weird. Okay. I mean, this chicken doesn't even look cooked. I'm going to tell you, it's just plain white. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It's probably boiled. Boiled chicken looks that way. Boiled chicken and box noodles. (laughs) Mm. And green mush. I will say, my mother-in-law does boiled chicken when we use it for soups. Yeah. Yeah. Like soups, or if you want to, like, tear it up and use it for... Shred it. Yeah, and shred it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, But it's just like a... Gross. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she's talking to Paula. Monica says that her friends actually like this guy. Um, compares it to a cow getting through the wolf herd. But then all of a sudden, Monica's like, she doesn't see what they all see. Which, has this ever happened to you guys? Like, your, your friends really like somebody and you're like, yeah. It's okay. I don't have friends. Right, right. That would be a problem. (laughs) I will say, if I, back in my dating days, when I was dating, I'd be like, oh, no. I liked you for like a week. Now, no. Mm -mm, We're done. See, it was always the opposite with me. Like, like what you're saying, like, I really like this person, but everybody else was like, hmm. I think mm. some people can see the bigger picture and more red flags than we're able to see. Yeah. So. Then. 11 years later, of course. Um, so. <laughs> so awkward. I'm, I'm sweating. <laughs> so we're back at the coffee shop. Um, everybody's getting on Chandler for smoking. Um, still. And uh, Alan calls. And Chandler gets on the phone with Alan for like. 15 seconds and I was like convinces him to quit I want to know what he said I want to know what he said too because everybody else was pointing out it's so bad for your heart like it's bad for bad breath or whatever yeah so what is what did Alan say I bet Alan said something that they already told him and yeah I think Alan probably just told him something that someone else already told him but it, because it was coming from Alan. He did it, yeah. He was like, oh, okay. He said it in a different way. Right. But right. I will say, why is Alan calling the coffee shop? Didn't, I think Rachel. Or did Rachel call? Yeah. yeah. Rachel called him. That's what it is. Well, maybe he was looking for Monica if he did. I don't, who knows? I haven't seen Monica in like days. Have you guys seen her? <laughs> she hasn't even called. <laughs> um, so we're back at Monica's apartment. And they're watching Lamb Chops play along. You guys being fairly younger than me, are you aware of this show? Yes. No. no. You are. Yes. KDS, you guys know. Do you know the song? This is the song that never ends. 
It just goes on yes, and I know on, the song. my friends. <laughs> Some people started singing and not knowing what it was. And they continue singing it forever just because this is a song that never ends. That's where that's from, is Lamb Chops. Nope. Yeah. Totally lost. Okay. Right well. over Kenna's head. Well, she's, she's the baby of the group. That's true. <laughs> and it was on from 92 to 97. And I was born in 98. Eight, so. Yes, yeah. I remember bits and pieces of it. My mom used to play it. Okay. When we were little. Yeah, it was, um, uh, did I write down? Okay, yes, this is what IMDB says about, <laughs> this is their summary for Lamb Chop's uh, play along, sing along. An enthusiastic singing lady and her puppet animal friends go on a variety of adventures. <laughs> That's their summary for the entire show. Perfect, sums it up just, just like a nice little bow. An enthusiastic singing lady. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, there was there was Lamb Chop. Obviously, he's a little lamb. She had a little donkey guy. Or was he a horse? No, he was a horse. His name was Charlie Horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there was a dog. I forgot the dog. Is this starting to click? Yeah, like a memory yeah. just unlocked yeah. there in yeah. my head. Yeah. Yeah, we used to watch it all the time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to remember what the dog's name was, do you? I don't. The little dog puppet? Mm -mm. But I will say, you can find those little lamb chop lambs everywhere i see them in pet stores mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. i got lucy one and she tore it up yeah so i mean that's now the legacy of lamb chop don't don't get those if you have you know an aggressive chewer like yeah. a pimple yeah. it'll be gone yeah um uh let's see i'm a friend i just wrote monica all this right happens when you watch it Late yeah, night. I just wrote Monica for some were you, reason. Were you already voting on your best and worst friends? Um, no, actually I wasn't. Oh. Um, so <laughs> once again, Phoebe comes in, and she now has seven thousand dollars <laughs> because of the thumb, because of probably some sort of lawsuit or something, or yeah. Settlement. <sighs> Settlement, yeah. So in the span of a couple of days, she's now got $8,000 and a football phone. I could still spend $8,000 in a day. <laughs> it took me a couple of days, but yeah, <laughs> I could. Um, Let's see. So that's when Monica says that she's decided that she's going to break up with Alan and... The rest of her friends start freaking out, asking what they can do different, what <laughs> happened. <sighs> yeah. She, he's just, he's too Alan. Alan is too Alan. Just is. You know what, though? I will say my mom was like that when my husband and I were back and forth for a long time. She was like, oh, I really miss him. <laughs> you need to fix this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be with him, but what am I supposed to do? But no. Seven years later and four kids, here we are. We kind of like him a little better than you, so he needs to come you back. You need to bring him back. Yeah. That's kind of what it felt like, to be honest. <laughs> he evens you out, your personality, because you guys are so opposite that. Polar opposite, <laughs> Just... yeah. Um, oh, so after this scene. We're seeing Monica break up with Alan, and they're both sitting on this couch. Where are they? They're in 
the coffee shop, but I think it's closed. Is that what it is? I think so. So she's got him in there, and it's dark. Is that yeah, what that's what like I was wondering. Me? It's a dark place, and they're on a couch next to a wall. Right. So why... Although, there is, like, a little couch seat area against one of the windows. Hmm. If you've noticed. <clears throat> why do the friends get special privileges... I was gonna say. ...in the coffee shop? Why do they get to be in there after... Just because <laughs> Rachel works there? So? Oh, could be. She's, a ma- she's worked there for, like, a month. <laughs> and she's not a good employee. Although... <laughs> Although, they have been living above that coffee shop for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why. Maybe. Uh. Hair comes out and the gloves come off. You're just picking on Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Um, so Alan is actually glad that they're breaking up. Because he likes her, but hates her friends. Yeah. Which tends to be kind of a trend for the rest of the series. The boyfriends and girlfriends just don't like the friends, but all right. So then we got an end scene. We're back at Monica's apartment. The friends are very depressed because they're all going through a breakup. <laughs> they're eating cheesecake and ice cream. Um, apparently they rented boats at some point with Alan. When did this happen? <laughs> they were only... like they went on more dates yeah. with Alan than Monica did. Yeah. And was this over a span of like a month or like a couple weeks? I thought it was like a, a it was week. Days. Or, or like days. days, yeah. Like when did this happen? When are they renting boats with Alan? So no wonder Alan was getting sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, guys, leave me alone. Keep planning out all my weekends. <laughs> all of a sudden he's getting a call from Ross. He's like, hey, let's go rent boats, Alan. <laughs> Alright. I even wrote that. Like, how long were they together? Um, so, then Chandler gets so upset. He's like, ah, I'm going to smoke. I need to smoke. Got to have a smoke. And Phoebe offers Chandler $7,000 if he'll never smoke again. Which, technically, eventually should give that money back. Yeah. Because he does. But That's a future episode, so we won't talk. Um, so yeah, and that's episode three, the one with the thumb. The one with the thumb. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. Good episode. I think out of so far, the three we've watched, that's probably been my favorite because it feels like a Friends episode. We're not dealing with Carol and the pregnancy. We're not dealing with any of that. It's starting to come together. It's starting to gain ground, I guess. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right, let's get to it. Worst friend, best friend. Who's the worst friend this episode? Chandler. 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 Why Chandler? Because I feel like he manipulated. He Joey was manipulated. Yeah. Him yep. Smoke. And yeah. then he manipulated yeah. the other friends. Will, after. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I thought Who are you? Three. Who are you thinking? I really, I really can't pinpoint like a bad friend in this episode. But now that you guys have said that, then I, I can see Chandler being... Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like the worst friend you have to look for in the episode. I More so tried. the best friend. <laughs> I right. so tried in this episode. All right. So the best friend. I vote Phoebe. Phoebe. Definitely Phoebe. Phoebe. We're all in, agree- all in agreement. Yep, yep. Definitely Phoebe. Um, can I ask why? She offered him $7,000 to quit smoking. She's <laughs> so generous. Yeah. Too. 
But well, are we also not going to include she gave a homeless woman? Well, yeah, well, yeah, that too. That was part of it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. part of the She's generosity. She's giving stuff away all day. <laughs> Who got the football phone? She keep I that? Think she keep, I, I, well, I think no, she keeps. Well, no, she because she asked Lizzie, "Do you want to? Do you also want a football phone?" But if you look in her cart when she's walking away. You can see the football phone sitting there. Okay. Oh, okay. So she had the football you. phone. All right. Okay. I can't. Well, there you go. That is episode three, the one with thumb. Thanks for listening. If you did, uh, check us out on uh, Facebook. We're up there. You can find our episodes wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you got, hey, wherever you got this podcast, you can find the other podcasts. See how that works? It's crazy. Technology. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening uh, if you did. And remember, we'll be there for you because you're there for us too.